Hey, it's Bobby Bones. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when this thought hits you. Okay, I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever. Or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, the whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. So finances are very important, and the importance of finances can be helpful to know at a young age. And that's where Intuit comes into play. Intuit helps you take control of your finances through products from Intuit like TurboTax, Credit Karma, QuickBooks, and MailChimp. Intuit has helped a hundred million people live their best financial lives. Visit Intuit.com to start living yours. That's Intuit.com, I-N-T-U-I-T.com to start living yours. Let's get into it. Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Come on, Bobby. Transmitting across America. Turn it up. This is the Bobby Bones Show. Let's go. Welcome to Thursday Show. Morning, studio. Morning. Okay, let's go. Let's get it on. By the way, tomorrow is a big Christmas gift exchange. A spicy Christmas where somebody, if they don't like their gift, they can go to the box of boxes of luxury. But in those boxes of luxury, luxurious items or... The little nitro hottest gummy in the world. Oh, oh my the goodness. hottest chip in the world. I don't like that. Somebody could die. Yeah. Oh. Tomorrow morning Ooh. right here on the Bobby Bone Show. That's right. All right, Eddie, you're up first. What you got, buddy? Man, let me just say Mike D is a pleasure to share a room with. I had to do that this week, this past weekend. Mike D and I were roommates. We stayed in the same hotel. And it was very nice. He's quiet. He, I've lived with him multiple times. Yeah, that's one of the things. I wrote down a couple of things that I liked about being Mike D's roommate. You want to hear him? Mm-hmm. Okay, the first thing is he doesn't say much. Pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. Not a lot to say. You don't quiet have to entertain. Mike into house. Or you think. Do you ever really know? He's quiet. He goes to bed early, but he doesn't demand you to go to bed early. Night-night Mike. Is he asleep? <laughs> and he's nice about it. But like, night-night Mike. He doesn't say turn the lights off. Mm-hmm. He's just like... He goes to sleep. I like that. Then he wakes up early, but he doesn't wake you up. He's very quiet. Rise and shine, Mike. I woke up and I look over. He was gone. I think he went to work out or something. Like, wow, that was very nice. I didn't even notice he was gone. David Copper, Mike. (laughs) (laughs) And then for me, the most important one, he picks up after himself in the restroom, in the bathroom. Like there were no towels everywhere. There wasn't stuff everywhere. His towel was nicely hung right there. He looked like he had taken a shower. I love that. Man, anytime I need to share a hotel room with Mike, I'm in. Tidy Mike for the win. (laughs) Tidy Mike. Mm -hmm. Tidy Mikey. All right, area Lunchbox, you go now. Joe Nichols may be the smartest person in country music because the other day I got a package up here and Joe Nichols must be a fan of the show. He must listen every morning. I get him through days. I don't know. He just listens because he said, hey, 
Merry Christmas. Enjoy a pair of boots. Joe Nichols. Wow, he sent you boots? He sent me boots. So eat that. He knows I'm the MVP of the show. And he was like, I want to say thanks for, you know, being so funny on air. And he sent me a pair of boots. And it is finally glad that someone respects me. It is finally glad. I am finally glad. finally glad. Is he a big Lunchbox fan? Yeah, he must Uh, be. uh, Guys, I got boots too. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah, I got boots. It's the same letter. Oh, yeah, I did too. Oh, Bobby has the boots. Bones, you got... I got these. And Amy, you have some boots in the other room. Oh, I do? Yeah, and so does Morgan. Oh, wow. Wow, 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 I didn't know. I literally thought I was the only one that got boots, and Joe Nichols was a fan of mine, and he was just like saying... But you got included. I did. That is... That's that's what I was saying. I was like, he went above and beyond and said, screw everybody else. No, no, no. No. (laughs) But I thought that. Anyway, but thank thanks, you, Joe, Joe Nichols. Nichols. And then thank my you. question: Can I ask another question? And I was like, Yeah, yeah. Can I ask another question? I'm going to answer right. your questions here. Tequila makes her clothes fall off. Now, can I ask my question? I thought that's what you're going to ask. No, my question is: Hey, other artists, what's going on? Hmm. Where's our Christmas present? Don't ask. I'm not. Okay. Just saying. Just where did. are they? Okay, uh, Amy, you're up. Go ahead. Okay, so Mike D. had posted, I think on Instagram and Twitter, he just said, what's the worst movie you saw this year? Because he's Movie Mike. (laughs) He's a movie podcast. So I guess he was trying to collect data for that. And I noticed that Lunchbox left a comment and said Holiday Harmony, which is (laughs) the Christmas movie that I was in. And it just seemed so uncalled for. I don't know why. He didn't even watch it. So how can he say it's the worst movie he saw this year? I mean, I will say I laughed, though, when I saw that comment. (laughs) I mean, I did too. So it's to like be a honest. double insult. He didn't yeah. watch it, and he commented. I that. get it. I, I laugh too. I, I, but I just don't understand why he hates on anybody else's success. Mm-hmm. Abby, in particular, me. She has no success. She yes. has pity. Okay, whatever. Okay, never mind. I shouldn't have brought her up. <laughs> but the thing is, too, Bobby. When you have certain things, he never says anything about what you have going on or uh, what you do. It's almost like he picks the weaker or who he thinks are the weaker oh, yeah. and that's what bullies do it's like literally the definition oh so you're saying you're weak you're a 41 year old you pick on the women ma- father oh. husband man bully interesting yeah. it's yeah sure. he did say holiday harmony and he got 43 likes I mean, yeah, it's funny. Like, I get it. But he's just so obnoxious, and I don't understand why he can't just be supportive. I'm sorry that happened. It's fine. Man, I'm sorry you hate comedy. Ray. From Mountain Pine, Arkansas, he plays golf with Eddie, and he's quick at getting ready. Bobby Bones. Sure, thank you very much. (laughs) Which, by the way, today I have on my suit. My my wife has said, hey, you like to wear these. They're not sweats. They're kind of a... You can pull them off with a nice shirt or a T-shirt. But she's like... Why don't you get matching ones? Because I'm so colorblind and I'm constantly asking, does this match? Does this match? And I, I don't want to wake her up. So sometimes I just come to work and I'm like, oh, crap. So she's helped me pick. This wasn't my thing, but she's helped me pick out. Do you like when I wear the match? The last few days I've had matching stuff on. That's yeah. very nice. Like my jacket on my shirt matches my pants. Yeah. I feel pretty Didn't good. Notice. Like I'm put together and I match and I don't feel like I'm, cause I'm so colorblind. It sucks. So, but thank you. And I do get ready pretty quickly in the morning. <laughs> that wasn't what I was here for today. Um, so I'm going to give you guys a quick good news update on Stanley, my bulldog, a.k.a. Fatness Everdeen, a.k.a. Fat King Cole, a.k.a. Fats Domino, a.k.a. he goes to the Church of Fatterday Saints. <laughs> That's the new one. I like that. <laughs> and he's gotten a little fatter because he, he blew out his ACL, but we got x-rays and they're healing up perfectly, and he'll be able to 
as of now, go on 15-minute walks first time, and as of January 3rd, go back and play with other dogs. Yeah, it's a big day. that's big awesome. Big day for us. So we're very excited about that because he's been going crazy. And that's all. Because you, you don't want to go to the Church of Saturday Saints. <laughs> fat Sajak. And not, fat Sajak, yeah. <laughs> That's who he is, the fat so bulldog. Good. What do you say? All right, that's what's up. Thursday, welcome to the show. Let's go. It is time to open up the mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hello, Bobby Bones. I ordered one, but I got two TVs. Should I return one or should I keep them both? Would that make me a terrible person? Thanks for the advice. Girl with two TVs who's trying to stay a good person. Interesting. This happens at times. She has two. She only paid for one. What does she do? Mm, it's tough. No, it's not. It's easy. No, it's not. Yes. You call and you go, I got two TVs. Do you want me to send the other one back? And they might say, no, just keep it. That's happened to us. It's shipping. It happened to me with bicycles. We had a planter. We ordered uh-huh. a big planter to put plants in outside the, the house. And they sent the wrong color. And we called. We're like, hey, we need to ship this back. And they were like, it costs too much to ship back. Just keep it. We'll send you another one. And we're like, we promise we didn't lie. Then all of a sudden we feel guilty. We're like, no, 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 no. We promise. <laughs> it happened with you with uh, the bike. Mm-hmm. And so they may want it back or they may not. What I would worry about if you keep both of them, they then realize it. And then somewhere down the line, you get charged for two. Why are you biting your teeth? Because it's tricky. Because you're risking that. Yes. You're, you're hoping that. You, but you didn't have two anyway. You're not yeah. losing anything. Oh, but now you do. And no, right, you're losing right a there, TV. Dude. That's why you just sit there and say, you know what? We can put one on the back patio. But again, they may go, oh, it looks like two have been signed for there. We need to charge them for that one. But oh. what do you always say, Bones? That makes so much sense. Prove it. Yeah. They can't easily because you signed for it. Oh, dang, I did. Hmm. I usually it's just dropped off them off from a porch. I would call and say, hey, we got sent an extra TV. Or you could call and say, hypothetically, if we got an extra <laughs> TV. Let's just that. say. And let's just say My that. My friend. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I would be concerned at some point that we're going to charge me for it, and I'm not really expecting that charge, nor did I have it budgeted. It's like when the work pays you a little too much by accident because they messed up. You know eventually they're going to come get it. Yeah. So I would call and say, hey, let's just say I got extra TV. <laughs> let's just say. What do I do? And 38% chance you get to keep the second TV. But odds are no, but a good chance you get to keep the second one. Yeah, I'll just say Merry Christmas to, to me. Yeah. I send, I, I call. What do you do? Call. You? I think you're right. I'll just call and tell him I got two TVs. Just because you don't want to charge double. Why do you fold like you don't want to be charged double? No, man. He's right. He, it, it makes sense. It's not even about being a good person. It could be, but you just don't want to get charged double. Say a little prayer before you call, though, and say, please, please tell them. They, yeah. Who tell are you them? praying to? TV gods. Yep. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> All right, thank you. Call. You'll probably get to keep it anyway. That's the mailbag. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. We're looking out for ways that you guys can either benefit in life or to keep you from getting in trouble. And so anytime we see a scam out there, because they're everywhere, we come on the air, we go, scam alert! Scam alert! Scam alert! And then we share it with you. And some of them, they're... Really smart people trying to do really dirty things. Like the, the links they send, the way they get us an email. Sometimes it's just idiots trying to get us to do idiotic things. Now, Amy, what do you have this time? Mine's in person. Okay. Yeah. So this guy outside of Walgreens was trying to ask me if I had change for 100 because he needed to break it. Okay. Well, luckily I didn't, but I wouldn't have fallen for it anyway because I'm on the alert for scams. He's outside of Walgreens. If he needed change, he could just go into the cashier and say, hey, 
can I break this? Or he could buy a pack of gum and break it. But what I think is his $100 bill that he was trying to give me was counterfeit. And he wanted my real 20s or 10s or whatever so he could go away with a legit $100. That's interesting because something's up. Yeah. Or he just go sure. in. So good on you. Scam alert! Scam alert! <laughs> Who had the story of the person, maybe we talked about it, like, oh, can I pay you to put on your credit card? Me. That's me too. Oh boy. Amy sent <laughs> you so have a many sign. where she almost gets scammed. Oh wow. Go ahead. No, no. This was crazy. I mean, my daughter was with me and even she was like, wow, that is, she said, that's a scam. He, we were checking out and he said, hey, if you pay with credit card, this is going to be $200. Now, if you pay with cash, $100. The difference in that makes it a no-brainer for you to want to pay cash. My theory would be... He's he pocketing ta- it. He can take the cash. He doesn't have to ring it up. It's, it won't be... Exactly. ...caught in any sort of inventory. Okay. Right. He's, he's, this is off the books. Yeah. He just wants the cash, and he's selling it to us. And so... I not a scam. Hey, not a scam at all. That's like, give me the address alert. Give me the address (laughs) alert. No, I felt like I was participating in something illegal. But yeah, Sashir and I hopped in the car and went and found an ATM, and I got hundred dollars and I paid cash. But it felt so shady. But you don't know that it was. But I mean, but you don't know that it was hundred dollar difference. That's a lot. But you don't know that it was. You don't know. It's a big credit card. You did what he told you to do. You didn't steal anything. I know, but I know that he was doing such a large difference. You don't do that. It's not like he would say, oh, okay, it's just going to be I'm a 10% markup. I'm trying to give you the markup. benefit of you. No. <laughs> no. It felt, I'm telling you, it felt so wrong, but also. Felt so right. I, what, I, what am I going to say? Oh, yeah, swipe it for $100 more? Heck no. I went and got cash. I wonder what it was. What I was buying? Mm-hmm. Oh. Was it something you can produce easily? I, I'll tell you off air. And untraceable? Honestly, as in probably one of the sketchier parts of town. I'd never been there. Even Stashira was worried. Huh. I'll tell you later what we were buying. Okay, scam alert! Scam alert! <laughs> and here's a scam that somebody on the show is trying to do. Lunchbox, how's your angel doing? I haven't got adopted yet. Like so I- Lunchbox created an angel. We told him not to, but he created one of these angels on a tree where somebody comes in and goes, I like to help people less fortunate and I would like to get them some gifts. But he filled one out for himself. And what did you put on the angel? I had a Garmin. Let me tell you exactly the type of watch. It is called the, oh, it's the Garmin running watch. Forerunner 955 Solar. It is the best running watch of 2022, according to all the uh, reviews. I also put on the new Jordans because I've never had them. I mean, Varsity Red, never had a pair of Jordans, and an official FIFA World Cup soccer ball. Did you put your size on there? Yes. What are you, like a 10? 11. Are you sure? <laughs> I put my feet in my shoes every single day. Mm. All right. And I have not got an email or a phone call. Do you saying, put your age on there? It just says birthday. But did you and put so 1981? Did, did you put the year in oh, your birthday? No. I mean, I may have uh, upped it a little bit. Oh. I said 85. Okay, so you're still an adult. But you're still old. You're still in your yeah. I know, 30s. but I'm not But I'm not 40s. Wait. Yeah, <laughs> that, that didn't work. That's why you're not getting adopted. And I'm glad you're not getting adopted. <laughs> but yeah, no, I've got no email, no call saying that someone has adopted me and that my presence will be arriving. Yeah, because people are looking at you on the tree like we went and got a angel tree situation. Did you and give my me? kids went shopping for... It's I don't a, even know which one no, you're on. It's a four, or I would take it and just throw it away. <laughs> it's a four-year-old little girl. Uh. Her favorite color's pink. She needed like oh. some clothes and a backpack and books. And like... You're that's right. that's I put, reasonable, I, and your kids can get behind it. My kids loved shopping for it, and then Lunchbox is like a Garmin. Garmin runner watch. <laughs> but I did put my favorite color is green. 
Like money? <laughs> well, that's just my favorite color. They uh -huh. asked my favorite okay. color. Scam alert. No, if you yeah, see exactly. that angel, don't adopt that kid. <laughs> you lied but said 85. I mean, what's that? why not say 81? Why not say, if you were going to lie, 2001? 18, 2018. 2001 still makes him an adult. 21, though. At least, yeah. True. Make yourself a child. Yeah. But don't. Make it, yeah, 2016. <laughs> Maybe I need to go edit. There's an eight-year-old wanting a Garmin running watch. <laughs> Come on. It's time for the good news. With producer Eddie. Tell me something good. Little Nev Del Corazon, she had a heart defect at birth, and then she had her first surgery one week after she was born. And then right after that, she was diagnosed with cystic fibrosis. So it's been a really tough time for her and her mom. She is now five years old. They got a new house and they move into the neighborhood. But when they're moving in, they notice all the neighbors have lights up and Christmas decorations. But mom's really tight on money, so she really needed help. So she went to social media and said, guys, if anyone has extra Christmas lights to donate, we would love to take them because my daughter wants a good Christmas. And so the neighborhood got together and then the community saw it. A neighbor went to Home Depot, talked to the manager. The manager says, here, there's a lot of lights here that we don't really use. We'll donate those. And then the community got together. They decorated the front yard. It looks great, and they're ready for Christmas. Awesome. It's really, really That's cool. A good one. I love effort. Yeah. And here's audio of the mom talking about the community and how they came together. I'm really thankful that, you know, these people care about people that aren't in their family. It's, it's beyond that. It's a community. That's what it's all about. It really is, man. That was Tell Me Something Good. <laughs> Boom, that's it. <laughs> the loser eats Buddy the Elf spaghetti. Like the one he eats in the movie? I mean, <laughs> but that's yes. like spaghetti with maple syrup and... Mm -hmm. Love it. I mean, okay. Mm -hmm. Sign me up. Really? I don't know. It sounds... It sounds when, disgusting. When you, when you it's watch spaghetti, it. chocolate syrup. Oh. Candy cereal, oh. maple syrup, marshmallows, oh. again, oh. spaghetti. Okay, oh. probably a little, a little much. <laughs> I mean, all awesome. that on spaghetti just sounds From Elf, the movie, by gross. the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So okay. the loser has to eat that. Mm -hmm. Buddy uh. the Elf spaghetti today. We're going to play Amy versus Lunchbox, where each of them get questions the other person would probably know. Amy, we got three questions for you first. Now, these are questions Lunchbox will probably know the answer to, okay? Mm -hmm. Number one, what grain... Is the alcohol moonshine typically made from? Okay. Uh, moonshine. Is that moonshine whiskey and whiskey and rye? I don't what know. Rye. Grain. Rye. Rye. Incorrect. Dang it. What is it? Lunchbox, you can steal this. I don't know if corn's a grain, so I'm going to say corn, though. Correct. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, rain makes corn, 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 corn makes, makes whiskey, whiskey Good. makes my ba dang it. Amy, what in your house mm -hmm. would have a pilot light? Oh, the, um, I have to, the pilot light goes out on the, um, what is that thing that's called? The, the water heater. <laughs> Correct. Yes. Wow. Accept it. Water heater, gas stove, furnace, acceptable. Okay. <laughs> one to one. Amy, the NFC and the mm. AFC mm. are two divisions in what sport? Mm. The what? NFC and AFC are two divisions in what professional sport? National uh, Football Club? National a uh, AFC? NFC and AFC are two divisions in what professional sport? American Football Club and National Football Club? But that doesn't sound right. I feel like it's soccer, but football? <laughs> um, 
in America? In America? Okay. Um, okay, football? Correct. Go! Yes! <laughs> Not club conference. <laughs> National Football Conference, American Football Conference. Okay. Amy got two, Lunchbox got one. Again, whomever loses has to eat Buddy the Elf spaghetti presented by HelloFresh. Oh. They, they got, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Launch so it fun. up together. Here we go. Lunchbox. To me, you are perfect. Is a quote from what Christmas movie where the character has those words written on a big sign? What? To me, you are perfect. Is a quote from what Christmas movie where the character has those words written on a big sign? Sweet Home Alabama. Incorrect. <laughs> Amy? I don't. A Christmas movie. He's probably thinking of Four Christmases because of Reese Witherspoon. And he said, Sweet Home Alabama. Christmas movie. To me, Holiday Harmony. <laughs> um, to me, you are perfect. Is it, okay. A, uh, home Time. Al- Elf. Elf is not right. Elf. It's actually Love Actually. And the guy who ends up playing Rick Grimes in The Walking Dead shows up at the door with the white signs on poster board. And pulls them out. Oh yeah. I don't know what love actually. Yeah, is. I've never seen that. <laughs> Amy. Yeah. Nope. You'll know the answers to these, but oh. Lunchbox gets a chance oh. to answer them. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Lunchbox. What's the name of the popular red house plant people put in their homes at Christmas? Poinsettia. Ugh. Except. Correct. Poinsettia is how it's spelled. But I say poinsettia. Nice. It's yeah. Poinsettia. poinsettia. Just so people don't get on Woo! me. What up? Oh, I didn't win. Never poinsettia. mind. I got one more. Uno right. Tied. I thought I won. It's two to two. It all comes down to this. Lunchbox. Yeah. Murad, Mad Hippie, and The Ordinary are brands of what? The first one's M-U-R-A-D. I'm assuming it's pronounced Murad. Mad Hippie. Mad Hippie. And The Ordinary. For the win, they are brands of what? Clothing. Clothing. Wrong. Oh, no. What? Amy, if you get this, you win. If not, it's a tie. We have to go to sudden death. I'm a mad hippie, though. Go ahead. Murad? I've I've seen Murad before, but the other ones... Mad hippie and the ordinary. Dang. The ordinary. Matt, Murad. I know I've seen Murad. Is it like bathroom stuff? Like toilet, like a... Like, um... Like lotions and soaps and... Incorrect. What is it? Skincare products. Yeah. Yeah, no, the bathroom stuff soaps. doesn't count. No, you were very generic. Lotions and soaps. No, and soap's not a skincare product it unless it's too. specifically. No, we're mm-hmm. not doing that. Yellow card. I've given her one. Oh, oh yeah. no, Amy, you go. need to stop. That's right. Yellow card. You're going to automatically spaghetti. Okay, here we go. Amy, you'll get three questions quickly. Lunchbox, you can't steal. Amy, let's see uh-huh. how you can get. How many you can get? Amy, Aviation Gin is a brand of alcohol from what Canadian actor? Ryan Reynolds. Correct. Oh, wow. The okay. Stanley Cup is the championship trophy awarded in what sport? Hockey. <laughs> Correct. Okay. Whoa. If you were replacing a serpentine belt, what would you be working on? A car. Correct. Dang. Three for three. Wow. Lunchbox, you got to go three for three. What pop star is model Sam Asgari married to? What? Sam Asgari. <laughs> Who's he married to? I don't, I've never heard of that name in my life. You have. Sam Agari? Sam Asgari. Sam Agari. No, that's not what he said. 
is married to a pop star named Camila Cabello. Britney Spears. Amy is the winner. Whoa. Win the whole championship on, on this day, the final one of the year. Good job, Amy. Wow. Winner of the Now will eat Buddy the Elf spaghetti. Look at this. It's spaghetti. I mean, not bad. It doesn't look bad. Covered actually. in. It doesn't look bad, but think about the spaghetti. <laughs> Covered in chocolate syrup, maple syrup, marshmallow, cereal, candy. That looks disgusting. It actually may not be bad. You want to bet? I'm not. Pop tarts too on there. Here he is. He's putting his fork into the spaghetti. I mean, it's got those, like, snow-capped, like, ugh. I don't even like marshmallows. Go ahead. I bet it's good. Like, okay, white. he's in. It smells he great. like, ew. He's chewing it. Pretty good? No. <laughs> not good. That's not how I describe it. How would you describe it? I describe it as odd. It's weird. Oh. <laughs> it's weird to have the chocolate with the spaghetti like that. And then the... Syrup. What was Buddy the Elf thinking, right, Lunchbox? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. By the way, this is a kit you can actually order from HelloFresh. What? It sold out in under a minute, so we, we got this just for us. Oh, he's eating more. Oh, he wants more. He likes I, it. I'm I think hard. he likes it now, guys. Get started today. HelloFresh.com slash Bones18. Use the code cool. Bones18 for 18 free meals. Oh, he's struggling with it now. Plus free shipping. That's the code Bones18 for 18 free meals. Plus free shipping at HelloFresh.com slash Bones18. Lunchbox? That's not good, guys. That's a good breakfast? No. Healthy? Healthy Congratulations. Amy, you're the champ. All right. My cousin told me three years ago, get involved in your finances. It'll be empowering. I said, nope, that's my husband's strength, not mine. Well, then my divorce happened and I had no choice. I remember it was about a year ago exactly that I was on stage at my live podcast in Nashville raving about rocket money. It wasn't an endorsement. I was just a new fan, grateful for the help in managing my bills budgets and all things money with ease because my cousin was right it was empowering something else rocket money does they help you manage your subscriptions yep it's a personal finance app that will find and cancel your unwanted subscriptions it also monitors your spending helps you lower your bills so that you can grow your savings and it's pretty cool that rocket money has over 5 million users That's a lot. I'm one of them. So you know you're in good hands if all these people are trusting their finances with Rocket Money. They have saved a total of $500 million in canceled subscriptions, saving members up to $740 a year when using all of the app's features. So stop wasting money on things that you don't use. Like Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash bones. That's rocketmoney.com slash bones. Check them out. Rocketmoney.com slash bones. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, I think I can eat a piece of pizza in under 30 seconds. Or I know it'll take you over a minute to drink that entire two-liter. If you have, you're going to love Pick 6, the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Now, here's how to play during the NBA playoffs. Pick between two and six players and choose if they have more or less of a certain stat. Rebounds, points, assists, and a whole bunch more. Track your picks, play against others for a shot to win huge cash prizes. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now and use the code BONES for a shot at huge cash prizes. That's the code BONES, only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. 
Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER, 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick six not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick six states. Void where prohibited. See terms at picksix.draftkings.com slash promos. Let me tell you about the all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe. I can tell you because I've seen the preview of the Santa Fe It's awesome. I cannot wait to see it in real life and drive it for myself. The Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from whatever you feel like is dull in your work week. And then maybe you got an adventure plan for the weekend. So listen to this. H-Track all-wheel drive, which means you can, if you want to get on a dirt trail, go. The steeper, the better. Get to where no one else is going. Get ready to splash through puddles, kick up some mud, make some tracks, because you're going to have a blast. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe features best-in-class rear cargo space. So whether it's groceries or dogs water bowls treats and toys again maybe you're out and about camping gear extra bags whatever you need to make it a real adventure you got plenty of room and then available dual wireless charging pads this is probably the feature that i'm most excited about and the thing that i'll use the most it's great because the last thing you want to do is be anywhere with a dead phone especially again if you're going camping or if you're just driving down the road you know, the worst nightmare for me is my phone going dead. Or just a low battery when it gets red. Oof, always got to have it charged. And with the available dual wireless charging pads, you'll be able to head as far out or stay in as much as you want. Got the charging pads, and you can navigate your way back to civilization. You got to check out the all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Just go look at it. Just looking at it's awesome. HyundaiUSA.com. Class comparison of cargo volume behind front seats with all rear seats folded down based on primary compact SUV competitors as defined by Hyundai Motor America. Competitors within this class are Chevrolet Blazer, Ford Edge, Honda Passport, Jeep Cherokee, Nissan Murano, Subaru Outback, Toyota Venza, and Volkswagen Atlas Cross Sport. Claim based on comparison of specifications on manufacturer websites. It's a Bobby Bones Show interview. In case you didn't know. Blake Shelton. I mean, what do I say? He's the greatest. He had so many number ones. He's got the show Barmageddon on USA Network. Airs Monday nights. I feel like I don't need to introduce you because you do know. We We love him. We know him. We love him. We know him and we love him. Here he is. Blake Shelton. Go. On the Bobby Bones Show now. Blake Shelton. Hey, buddy. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you doing? Hey, I'm doing pretty good. I, I, I see the preview of your show Barmageddon on. I have, I have a show that just came off USA Network at all, and I follow all the socials now because I felt like I had to. I was kind of guilted into it. So I see, yeah. all, I see all of your clips of Barmageddon. It looks pretty fun. That show looks pretty good. You guys are like playing bar games with, I think I saw, saw Cheryl Crow on there. How did this show come together? When COVID hit, you know, and I don't know how it was for your show. It's probably similar. The, for The Voice, we had to like work with like stripped down crews, you know, and what normally had a huge studio audience or decent sized studio audience and hundreds of crew. And it kind of was whittled down to no audience, just a handful of camera people and the, the coaches and Carson, you know, it was, weren't letting a lot of people in the building at that time. And so you can imagine how long the setups took in between, uh, you know, each, each, thing that we we shot there so Carson and I would just go to one of our dressing rooms and just drink our faces off on these days <laughs> and and one day we had you know that show um holy moly yeah Have the putting the uh, mini golf show yes that was on this 
TV in one of our dressing rooms, and, and one of us had the bright idea, man, wouldn't this show be better if these people were drunk trying to play? <laughs> you know, And so that's where the idea, we were like, man, we could do this. You know, we can make a, 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 you know, a show like this. And literally it's, he and I have had these brainstorm ideas for years now. Like there's, we had the idea for a, a beef jerky company, uh, you know, some weird apps and, and podcast things that would never see the light of day because we're too lazy to put it together. But we took this drinking game show very serious and, and followed through with it, Bobby. Barmageddon, there's Mondays on USA Network. It's super fun. If you do a season two, like I was a little insulted I wasn't invited to be a part of the, because one, I have a show on the network, and then two, I thought you and I were semi-cool, and then I never got invited to like play the games. And so if you do season two, I will hopefully be ready for an invite that I'll say. Are, are, oh, you, are you, wait a minute, are you are you throwing your name in the hat for? Yeah. We'll, we'll even call it Bob Bobby Giddon. Yeah. For, for, for the episode I'm you're in, on. And I don't drink, but I'll do grape juice. I don't know. We'll do something. We'll do something. It just, you know, it's in the family. We're in the family in so many ways. Blake has a little well, we'll do some. We'll do some drugs or something instead. <laughs> awesome. That's it. He goes way hard. He's like, we know you don't drink. All right. Up first, heroin. All right. Oh, gosh. <laughs> uh, I think because uh, we're able to talk, you know, a, a decent amount and we talk a lot. So I ask our listeners sometimes, like, what would you like me to ask Blake? I got five or six really quick questions. If you don't okay. mind answering these for our listeners. Number one. Oh, God, this ought to be good. OK. It's nothing too crazy, but I, I'm glad they yeah. ask them because I think I lose touch sometimes. Why doesn't Blake Shelton live in Nashville? Well, you know, I did for about. Right at 12 years, I lived there. I moved there in, in 94. I was 17 when I moved to Nashville. And then, uh, and I, I always, my plan was always, if I ever got my foot in the door and, and had some success, I was going to move back home just to Oklahoma. It just never, Nashville always just felt like where I would go to work, but, but it never felt like home to me. I'm just from Oklahoma, and that's just how it's always been for me. What is Blake Shelton's favorite NFL team? Uh, the Arizona Cardinals, painfully enough. And, really? and it just, yes. And it just keeps, and it has been for 20 years, 30 years now, has that's been my team. And it's just brutal. I mean, it's horrifying. I could even see the look on your face. You look like you just verped. That's tough. It's that. tough. Like and so many, yeah. One, it's random. And I'm curious how that came together. But then, two, it's been tough. I mean, between Kyler Murray getting hurt, the season not being good, uh, Kling's. Hey, Cliff's like, they're like, they're going to fire him this year. That's a tough team to be a fan of right now. I know. It's all those, some of those guys are my friends, and I'm just, I'm really nervous about what's going to happen. It's ugly. Mm, okay. Next question. How tall is Blake Shelton? I think I'm around 6'5". Maybe the older I get, closer to 6'4". He's <laughs> shrinking. Uh, how big is Blake Shelton's ranch? We have two more. How big is Blake Shelton's ranch? It's huge. It's huge. You know, I learned uh, in that movie, Pure Country, it's rude to ask people how many acres they have that's almost like asking <laughs> how much they weigh or their age yeah. yeah yeah even though you could look on probably google earth or something and, and figure it out last question why did blake shelton leave the voice well i haven't yet i leave uh next next spring is going to be my last season it's season 23 and uh, bobby i'm just tired of winning yeah I felt <laughs> I mean, that. you know what i'm saying it's just so easy it's <laughs> you know how come I never get a good laugh out of you? It's always like, hmm. Well, it's not, that part wasn't I, that funny. But uh, the other things I, you've said were funny, but that one. But, you didn't, but the other things you didn't laugh at either. And it's no, like I did a couple. Weather. You don't give me charity laughs. Well, here's the thing. You're a funny guy. You don't give me charity laughs. I don't give you charity laughs. So when we both laugh, we know that that was actually really funny. Would you agree with that? 
But people are watching this, and you're making yeah. me look worse. No, I think you actually look great. You look health, by the way. Physically, you look like a million bucks. What have you been up to? Well, it's uh, I've been eating. I've well. been eating well. <laughs> I've been eating well. See, that's See? funny because you do look good, and you made a joke there. <laughs> See, that's it. I laughed at that one. Uh, and I love it when the off-camera people laugh. Also, oh. it's like watch. It's like talk soup. Remember that show? <laughs> yeah. Yes, I do. Uh, the song is it nobody or nobody? Jimmy Fallon said it best because I was having a hard time trying to explain it, and he said it's like they never found a body. Nobody. Nobody. Okay. Yeah. Um, no, because. Nobody. We say it's setting yeah. it up, but this, it's tough. It's Nobody. good. It's a really good song. And with music, you have the Christmas songs out now. Now, are you about to really dive in and every year give us new Christmas? You going to do a Christmas tour maybe next year? No. Okay. Um, <laughs> I, uh, you know, the I love Christmas music, and but I never think about, you know, adding to that, that project. It's only when we're in the studio doing something else and the label will call and say, hey, while you're in there, you know, book one more day and, and, and do some Christmas songs and we'll add it to the album. And so that happened this year. And, and I had booked, you know, the extra day in the studio with Scott Hendricks and, but I never really thought about what it was we were going to cut like ever. And, and it got to be like two or three days before the session. And, and Scott said, Hey, what are we, what Christmas songs? What is this thing? And I go, Oh my God, I hadn't even thought about it. And so uh, Gwen had written a, a song on her Christmas album that I thought was underrated uh, called Cheer for the Elves. And so I wanted to cut that song. And then we just did a couple of classics and we did uh, Up on the Housetop. And it ends up being maybe my favorite Christmas thing I've ever cut. I, I just thought it was a fun recording of it. I, I tried to copy that uh, old uh, uh, Travis Tritt recording of uh, uh, Burning Love. And so we kind of flipped that into Up on the Housetop. There are new songs added to Blake's deluxe version of his Christmas album, uh, Up on the Housetop, uh, Cheer for the Elves, Holly Jolly Christmas. So right now we're eating it up all Christmas all the time. So, I mean, it's already, we got like a week and a half left, kind of late on the promotion of this, huh, though, Blake? Well, you know, I hate it. I hate when people, you know, put up their tree the day after Thanksgiving. <laughs> and so I'm treating, I'm treating promoting my See? Christmas album the same way. That's funny. See how he did that? He's yes, quick. He's yes, funny. Yes, okay. That's a good guffaw even. That's a good one. Oh, see hey, that. talk to me about the uh, the what? Uh, uh, what? Arkansas helmet there. Is that, now, is that because you're friends with the Arkansas people, or did Justin Moore or somebody get you that helmet? I am a diehard Arkansas Razorbacks fan. I know um, you're from there. I know that. I am. My doctorate is from the University of Arkansas. Mm -hmm. I go to games. I am, I, that's my most, my wife, my dogs and the Razorbacks are the only things I really care about. Yeah. But the helmet, like, did you go, did you meet the coach? Do you, are you friends with the people? Yes. Talk to yeah. Me. Yeah. I'm luckily now. And I don't know if this is the same for you. And I mean this in a serious way, like the coolest things to me now, cause I'm a bit jaded that the coolest things to me now in my life are the things that I dreamed of doing and being as a kid. So the yeah. fact that I can just call the head coach from the university of Arkansas football or basketball or go and like that stuff is or meeting John Michael Montgomery, or things like that from when I was a kid, that's the stuff that's awesome to me still that makes me super Amen. emotional. Yeah. I love that, yes. So what about you? I love that coach, I love that guy. He's who, so awesome. Pittman? Yes, I can't think, I don't know his name. Yeah, he's awesome. Yeah. What is that for you, Blake, that you, because again, you get to do everything, so nothing is cool except certain specific things. What's still like really cool for you, where you're like, this is like what young Blake thought would be awesome? 
Being able to uh, text with Bill Dance and Jimmy Houston, it blows the brains out of my butt into the toilet and the toilet flushes itself. Like I can't even imagine that I can talk to those guys. We watched so much Bill Dance as a kid, me and Arkansas Keith, my stepdad, that mm-hmm. when I see pictures of like, if it's you and Bill Dance or Chris Jansen and Bill Dance or Luke, because, you know, Luke had this, I'm just like that. They got to be like living their dream. Cause I'm sure you watched hours and hours of Bill Dance as a kid. We would get up I, actually, cause they would air uh, Bill Dance on Saturday mornings. Remember TNN, it was TNN back mm-hmm. then. And so we, I'd go to a friend's house that had cable, Kurt Gillum, and we would watch <laughs> Bill Dance. And it was like, oh my God, he's the coolest guy in I mean, the world. That you know? is the same reason that I love the Grand Ole Opry is that my grandma and I would watch it either on TNN or wherever it was because it moved around a lot. And my grandma adopted me and raised me for a lot of my life. Or when it was off TV because it had its different iterations, we would listen to it on the radio. But mm. that is why even today the Opry is so important to me and that I do work there and perform there in multiple capacities because as a kid, I love my grandma so much and she loved it so much that I just I treasure that place because of that. Yeah, you're you're the same as me probably about the Opry House. People ask me all the time, you know, what's your favorite to play the the Ryman or the Grand Ole Opry House? And I always say the Opry House and people look at me strange, but that's the Grand Ole Opry that I grew up seeing on TV. That's mm-hmm. the building. That's the stage. And, you know, and so I, I get this crazy feeling when I step on that stage. Well, there he, look, he's Blake Shelton. He's done it all. He's doing it all. He's got Barmageddon on Mondays on USA Network. He's got three new songs on his Christmas album. Are you touring next year? Yeah, we're doing uh, my normal, like, uh, 15 or 17 shows. We start in February, go to the end of March. We're taking uh, Carly Pierce out, taking her back out with me, and and uh, this new kid, Jackson Dean. He's awesome, dude. Jackson Dean I is— I haven't met him yet. I haven't met him. He is legit. You're going to love him. You're going to love him. I can't wait. I love yeah. his I love his record. That's all I know of him so far. Um, I'll end on this. Uh, once, you may not remember this. It was super quick, but Blake and I were doing a thing in California together. He was, And I went out on stage barefoot. I didn't know Blake didn't like bare feet. Do you still, is that a thing where you hate bare feet or was it just you thought I was gross? I showed up in sweats and I was bare because I was coming from a different shoot. Do you hate bare feet? Uh, I hate men's bare feet. Okay, there <laughs> it is. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, then there you have it. Um, okay. There he is, Blake Shelton. Um, ha- Way to button up the show. Absolutely. Yeah, Merry that's Christmas. how we do it. Yeah. Merry Christmas to you too. Tell Gwen we say hello, and uh, we'll see you next year, buddy. Love you guys. All right. See you, Blake. Here's a voicemail that we got on the line last night. Bobby Bones, multi-year listener. Hey, you need to do something about lunchbox. It is extremely rude. I can't believe you're allowing that on the air. It's mean. Lunchbox is so immature. Um, I wish you'd get rid of it. I'm thinking about quit watching the show because he makes me so mad for all the childish things he does and the way he treats people. So please get rid of it. Thank you. Thank you for the call. Man, our show would be better if he didn't watch. He did say please. Well, people do watch it on YouTube and I know. I'm just saying it would be better if he didn't. I like him. Uh, He seems like kind of a jerk. We accept all opinions, even yours. Right? And he seems kind of boring at parties. We're not having a party. He doesn't seem like he'd be very okay, much Okay, let's fun. vote. Fire lunchbox, yes or no? Amy? No. Eddie? Yes. Oh, I was going to no too. Absolutely. Well, you got overruled, but 100%. I'm surprised we had a yes there. Absolutely. Get what? rid of him. Please get rid of him. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here's Sarah from Tampa, Florida. I just 
just wanted to call and let you guys know that usually makes my day every week. It's really, really inspiring to be able to turn on a radio show and hear nothing but positivity. And I can't tell you how many times it is cracked up while I'm driving. So thank you for everything that you guys do. And I hope everyone has a great day. I feel like she probably doesn't know that guy. They called it. I left the voice right. before. No, I feel like they, they, don't get, they don't get to talk a lot. They must listen at different <laughs> Two times. Two different, because... different shows. <laughs> Completely. Thank uh. you for that call. Leave us a voicemail. 877-77-BOBBY. The Bobby Bone Show. Here's Amy's pile of stories. A list of the worst TikTok food trends of 2022 came out. What was the weird one? It was like mustard on... Something sweet. We talked... Oh, watermelon. Mm -hmm. And it actually wasn't that bad. Oh, yeah. It was weird, but it wasn't that bad. So TikTok is kind of right on unless they cook things in NyQuil. Oh, well, that makes the top three. (laughs) Um, They call that sleepy chicken. They they, they cook chicken in NyQuil. That had to be a joke, and they were like, I can't believe this caught on. Yeah, NyQuil is the marinade. (laughs) And yeah, doctors say do not do it. FDA is warning people, please do not do it. Healthy Coke was another uh, worst food trend. (laughs) No, it was where you saw a bunch of people putting balsamic vinegar and carbonated water together, and they're like, "Mm, this tastes just like Coke. Coca-Cola, Did but it? I mean, I never tried it, no but chance. I saw I didn't so know. many We should do a segment where it. we try the TikTok trends. That's mm. pretty, because I'm curious, not in a punishment way, but I'm curious to know what that tastes like. Okay, well, this one I'll try. I don't even know how it made the worst food trend, but it's the grated egg avocado toast, and it is what it sounds like, a grated hard-boiled egg over avocado toast. That's cool. I mean, maybe. I, I bet that chefs do that. Like in fancy restaurants? Yeah, like you grate that. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's probably really hard to grate a hard-boiled egg. I will, my job usually is to grate the cheese, like with a block of cheese if we're, if Caitlin's cooking. Mm-hmm. Man, you talk about make your hands strong. Because I, too, will be obnoxious about it. I'll grate the whole thing. It gets all the way down. down. She'll be like, she'll, you can stop. <laughs> uh, we get it. No. I will, I will grate it all the way down. I got a little piece left. Yeah. Show off. <laughs> yes. Um, the most controversial food trend this year is uh, butterboards, which was like a Oh, yeah, all the butters board, instead of, yeah. But just, I liked that. Yeah. But just some people, yeah, that's the Good thing. for your heart, too. I'm Controversial sure. All those butters. People yeah. either loved it or totally hated it. A new study that just came out in the journal called Sleep says that people who use an alarm clock to wake up are more tired than those who just wake up naturally. Who's the, who's the ninja that wakes up naturally? Yeah. Right. Well, I guess it's people that maybe don't have to. Yeah, don't have jobs. Wake, no, they, they said point. that they actually surveyed people Stoners. that work. Uh-huh. Um, I will say that I, I set my alarm on my phone, but... It, I almost never get to, I wake up before it's not because I'm a ninja it's because I have sleep issues oh. so I'll wake up at one or two naturally but not because I just have a, this internal alarm and it goes okay time to wake up I'm sco- so scared of oversleeping that I think I'm miserable and I don't sleep so yeah that's weird that people can do that more than half of people hit snooze at least once in the mornings and women are 50% more likely to hit that snooze button so hey maybe make it a new year goal Stop yeah. hitting snooze. I like it. I let go of snooze, what, probably three years ago? Never look back. Never look back. I mean, it was hard, but it was good. Uh, Morgan Wallen dominated the year-end billboard list again. He's at the top of nine lists, which is three more than last year, and they include top country artist, top album, and then Wasted on You was the most streamed song. Good for him. Mm-hmm. Killing it, man. Yep. That's it. I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. What's trivial to some folks is actually really, really important to others. And that's why I love stories like this. She was on a Southwest flight. Her name is Jessica. Her daughter was Luna. They just got home. 
And Luna has a favorite stuffed animal that she always has with her that keeps her calm, named Dog Dog. Aww. It's almost what we named our dog. Dog Dog? Dog Dog. <laughs> mm-hmm. The mom called the airlines and she knew, what are they going to do? Track down a stuffed animal? But she knew because it was so important to her daughter. She said, hey, I think we left it in the rental car and then we were at this airport and then... And then Christina, who worked at Southwest, took it on herself to go and rescue Dog Dog. She went to the rental car place in the airport, said this was the car. They went into the car. They found Dog Dog under the seat. (laughs) Dog Dog was then mailed back to her and reunited. Wow. After a month, Jessica and Luna traveled back to Dallas with Dog Dog and got a photo of all of them together. Wow, that's cool. Dog Dog. I like Dog Dog. 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 That's a good name. (laughs) Right at it. It's on the nose. You know exactly (laughs) what you're dealing with. It's 100% pure. Dog. Dog, For sure. Dog, dog. (laughs) That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Hello, friends. It is time for the morning corny, but on Thursdays, we try to figure it out. It's the investigative morning corny. The morning corny. We'll have 90 seconds. Amy will read the corny. Me, Lunchbox, Eddie. We'll work as a team, try to figure out the joke. If we get it, we move on to the next. Come on. The record is four? Woo. Oh, yeah. We've gotten close to five, though. Real yeah, close. Yeah, real close. Like, a- on the edge. Amy, are you ready? Ready. 90 seconds on the clock, and it starts when Amy finishes the morning corny. Go. How do elves clean their hands when they're on the go? Elves cleaning hands. Small. Gifts. Green. Uh, they're moving. Workshops. Elves. Elves. On the go. Santa. Santa. Little. Slay. Snow. What's the question again? Hand washing. How do elves wash their hands or clean their hands? Sorry, on the go. Hands though. Like what's what's hands? hands? Uh, hands. Soap. Sanitizer. Um, Sanitizer. Sanitizer. That's it. Boom. One. Good job. Good job. Uh, What did the English teacher call Santa's helpers? English teacher. What are English teachers? Grammar. Oh, good. Good. Um, Conjugation. Mm. Verbs. Pronouns. Now. Yeah. Read it again. What did the English teacher call Santa's helpers? Santa's helpers. Elves. Elves. Uh, um, e. Comma. Semi. Elves. Colons. Mm. What's with elves and language? Yeah, what's with language? There's got to be some English. Helpers. Santa's helpers are elves. Santa's. What did the English teacher call Santa's? A clause? Is there a clause? Clause. A run-on sentence? Claws like a. He's Santa's helpers. Mm-hmm. I, I don't understand yeah. that. No, we got that. I think she circled this one and went, they'll never get this one. Yeah. <laughs> you go English language, we don't know English that. English language. Parentheses. English teacher. What did the English Claws. teacher call Santa's helpers? Follow oh, me on man. Instagram, Mr. Bobby Bones. <laughs> you oh, you're Have a great holiday. <laughs> hey, mom. Guys. Okay. Uh, <laughs> well, she, I think, yeah, she went level 10 quick. Oh, man. Okay. Hey, it happened. What is that one? Subordinate clauses. Oh, yeah. What? Yeah, what in we the would world? never, what ever get the, that. Yeah, you might. Bobby, maybe. Yeah, us too. No chance. Y'all said clause. Yeah, as in Santa Claus. Subordinate clause. What is, a subordinate, they work for him, mm-hmm. his helpers. Yeah, no chance. Let me tell you the last Next time, time, do it in Mandarin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, ask us in a different language. <laughs> okay, okay. You oh, we still, got one. You still yeah, got one, which used to just be the goal. Clear eyes, full hearts, can't lose. Oh, my gosh. I felt insubordinate there. Let me tell you about the all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe. I can tell you because I've seen the preview of the Santa Fe. It's awesome. I cannot wait to see it in real life and drive it for myself. The Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from 
whatever you feel like is dull in your work week. And then maybe you got an adventure plan for the weekend. So listen to this. H-Track all-wheel drive, which means you can, if you want to get on a dirt trail, go. The steeper, the better. Get to where no one else is going. Get ready to splash through puddles, kick up some mud, make some tracks, because you're going to have a blast. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe features best-in-class rear cargo space. So whether it's groceries or dogs, water bowls, treats, and toys, again, maybe you're out and about, camping gear, extra bags, whatever you need to make it a real adventure, you got plenty of room. And then available dual wireless charging pads. This is probably the feature that I'm most excited about and the thing that I'll use the most. It's great because the last thing you want to do is be anywhere with a dead phone. Especially, again, if you're going camping or if you're just driving down the road. You know, the worst nightmare for me is my phone going dead. Or just a low battery when it gets red. Oof, always got to have it charged. And with the available dual wireless charging pads, you'll be able to head as far out or stay in as much as you want. Got the charging pads and you can navigate your way back to civilization. You got to check out the all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Just go look at it. Just looking at it's awesome. HyundaiUSA.com. Class comparison of cargo volume behind front seats with all rear seats folded down based on primary compact SUV competitors as defined by Hyundai Motor America. Competitors within this class are Chevrolet Blazer, Ford Edge, Honda Passport, Jeep Cherokee, Nissan Murano, Subaru Outback, Toyota Venza, and Volkswagen Atlas Cross Sport. Claim based on comparison of specifications on manufacturer websites. We've all been there. You have a question about your credit card. You call the number for help and you can't get a hold of anyone. With 24-7, U.S.-based, live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person. Anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. A real person. Get the customer service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. I want to say thanks for everybody who has helped with St. Jude. I mean, you guys are changing lives. You guys are saving lives. St. Jude has been leading the way to the world's best survival rates for some of the most aggressive forms of cancer. And I'm talking about childhood cancer. Your support actually means that families never receive a bill from St. Jude for treatment or travel or housing or food. So the parents can focus on uh, being a parent and helping their kid live. You know, I never had cancer, but I was in the hospital as a kid for a long time. And I just remember how difficult it was, how scary it was. And then I remember getting out and having to figure out how to pay the bill. I didn't have to pay it, but you know, somebody did. But St. Jude eliminates a lot of that. You can help St. Jude stop childhood cancer by becoming a partner in Hope. You'll get an awesome new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. Join the doctors, the researchers. Hey, join me in this fight and visit musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. Lower back tattoos, tramp stamps. We'll, <laughs> we'll stick with lower back tattoos. <laughs> Apparently, they're starting to be in again. Stop it. No, they're not. Uh-oh. Why? No. Well, back in the 90s, everybody got them. I mean, a lot of 90s stuff is back, but this can't be. Britney Spears, Aaliyah. Nicole Richie, Lindsay Lohan, like the biggest influence of the day. There wasn't social media, but they had them. Everybody got them. But there was also fashion where, like, the shirt was a little short, well, right? now that's back. Oh, though. my that goodness. And lower rise <laughs> pants. Yes. So in the last two to three years, a lot of people have been getting them again. Uh, and so. Define a lot. <laughs> way more and more. Where tattoo artists are going, yeah, I'm doing more lower bags. No. And people all over TikTok are going, yeah, we're back into the tramp stamp. Okay. That. I saw a dude riding around my neighborhood in his bike without a shirt. Tramp stamp. He had on his back? Mm-hmm. Wow. Bold. It's like tribal. You know, I saw 
I knew a dude in college who had that. And I was like, that's weird. And he also had his tongue pierced. Oh. And he played baseball. He was definitely into some stuff, huh? I don't know, because he was an athlete, too. <laughs> it was the weirdest combination, because usually, you know you get that stuff if you live. Baseball's the sport, though. I see that in. Uh, you see what is Lower back tattoo? I've yeah. never seen it on any other player ever. <laughs> or having my tongue no, pierced. I'm not saying I see, but I can understand. Like, uh, if you were to say, what sport do you think he plays? I'd say, I'd say soccer. Baseball. <laughs> with a tongue soccer. Piercing. With a man bun. Absolutely. Yeah, with soccer or uh, frisbee golf. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I say if it comes to that. Because that doesn't seem very, like, macho, toxic, macho American. Players, I also, those... Uh, Hemp necklaces, baseball players. Yeah, but that's totally different. Okay. Like, baseball players are their own specific type mm-hmm. of macho. Mm-hmm. Dip, super masculine, yep. usually shorter and thicker. Like, couldn't really play football, so they played baseball. <laughs> <laughs> I say that because I'm jealous. Couldn't play either one. Uh, but you, you didn't get one, right? You don't have a... No, Amy, I do not Amy, Amy, have Amy, be one. Honest, be honest. Yeah, go ahead. Be honest. No, you know I don't. Like, y'all know. Show us no, a unicorn. No, you Show us a unicorn on your back. When I first got my first tattoo, I was... I don't know, 30-something. Morgan, would you get a lower back tattoo On my now? wrist. No, never. It's still... T- okay. I do still have my belly button ring, though, so um, maybe that's in that same vein. What if you met a guy, and he had a, you liked him, but he had his tongue pierced? Ugh. That's a no-go. <laughs> That'd be hard. Okay, what if he had his tongue pierced, but he was, like, a little bit punk? That would be accept. Yeah, uh, it fit the character. I mean, one of my sisters has her tongue pierced, so still? I'm not against it, yeah. What's uh, old is new and is old is new again. I did a whole hour with Chris Tomlin, by the way. Just loved the guy. And didn't really know what I was going to get before he came over to my house. But he's a massive, massive artist. Now, he's basically the biggest selling Christian artist now that's out and about. But just as an artist, like he's comparable to Garth Brooks in a lot of things. He sells at arenas for multiple days in a row. Internationally, he's massive. And... I was like, hey, is it weird that you're so massive, but you can also go places and people don't recognize you because he's super famous in a niche, like country music stars, or even like, I'm going to say super, but there are certain pockets I go to. People are like, oh, but then I can go other places. They have, it's nothing because I'm not really famous. It's like some weird level of like being moderately known. But I asked him that, and he talked about how he's out, and one time he ran into uh, Florida Georgia Line, Tyler Hubbard. When someone says, this is Chris Tomlin, then the thing's, like, oh, that's that's you? Exactly. Went into the gym to, to, to do a little workout, and it's just me and this other guy in there, and I was like, that's Tyler Hubbard. I know that's Tyler. You know, and so I woke up and shake his hand. It's like, Tyler, hey, it's, hey, it's Chris Tomlin. Just want to say hello. You're Chris Tomlin? <laughs> <laughs> and I was, like, I was like, yeah. I was like, yeah. And he goes, you got to be kidding me. He goes, dude. And he just goes in this whole thing about how much my music has meant to him for so long. But obviously, he's not recognizing me in there. Which I thought was funny because he could mm. sell out multiple arenas, but even people who listen to him and know him maybe sometimes don't recognize his face. Gosh, yeah. that's so funny, yeah. And I asked him, I said, hey, since you do Christian music, do people treat you like you're Jesus? Like, are they so, like, they, they don't treat you normal? And so we talked about if he feels the pressure to always be like super nice. You're trying to represent the goodness of God to people, the grace of God to people. And I'm a human being and not even close to perfect in any way. You feel like, man, I just let so many people down because they look at you as like, man, I bet you have a red phone to God. I mean, I bet you just pick it up Mm -hmm. and y'all have this thing. And it's not that. I don't know if I'm being a nice guy is the right thing. I want to be a true person. That I think that's it. You know, I want to be a true person. And and sometimes that's about not being nice, you know? Think of that pressure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. People always think you have to be right on, perfect. That would be tough. That would be really tough. And then he's done so well. 
And I said, so what's, you obviously have done well. You, you deserve to have a nice car. You deserve to have a nice house. He does so much with charity, but you've done a lot. You deserve, you've worked hard. Do you struggle with that mental hurdle of like reaping the benefits of financial success? That you are wrestling with it is an amazing good thing because the day you're not and is when it's like, to me, the day I don't wrestle with the blessings I've been given and what I do with it and I don't wrestle with that, I, to me, it's over. It will be over quick. Because I do struggle and that's that's what he was talking about. He was like, that, that you do? Because this is all new to me, like having any anything at all. And so we talked. It was a great interview. I hope you check it out. Chris Tomlin on the latest episode of the Bobby Cast. So in this segment, we've done Tramp Stamps and Chris Tomlin. Wow. Oh, Imagine yeah. that. We can do anything now. Yeah, we're agile. <laughs> Go side to side quickly. We're going to play good parent or bad parent. And today up on the block is Eddie. Eddie, so just tell us the scenario and you we're going to decide good parent or bad parent. Okay. It's finals time. My son, my 14-year-old. He's studying really hard. He's got a history test coming up, and he's got flashcards, and he's just having trouble remembering certain things, and he, we're going over the founding fathers, and Samuel Adams comes up, and I'm like, oh, I got it, and I run to the fridge. Lucky for me, I have a six-pack of Samuel Adams beer, and I'm like, all right, I pull out the beer, I pour me a glass, and I throw him the bottle. I'm like, dude, check out that bottle. Read that. He's like, uh, Samuel Adams. That's right. He was one of our founding fathers. Now, where's that beer made? Uh, he turns it around, Boston, Massachusetts. Dude, now you will remember when that question comes up in your test, the beer bottle. Sam Adams, Boston, Massachusetts, founding father, and whatever he did. And he had all that list of what he did. And he's like, oh, okay. And I think, like, this is genius. Then my wife walks in, sees him with a beer bottle, and she's like, what is happening here? I'm like, oh, we're studying. We're studying. Don't First worry. beer with the sun? <laughs> no, he didn't have a drink, but I thought it was a good way to remember something for a test coming up. She's upset because you used a beer. She's just like, stop. That Don't use beer to help him remember things. Good parent, bad parent. Amy. I mean, I don't think it's that bad. You got to get creative sometimes. So good parent. I mean, he's just trying to help his son Thank remember. You, now, I did pour me the beer and drink it while we studied. You used that as an excuse to have a beer. It, it just clicked in my head. I'm thinking this is perfect. You couldn't leave the beer closed, sealed, and handed him and go, Samuel Adams, he could see it all, then put it back in the fridge. I wanted him to kind of I mean, it was like, a Wednesday night last it, night. It was a Wednesday uh, night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, weekday. But, uh, listen, I don't know. Do you <laughs> normally have a beer on a Wednesday night? No, not normally, man, but that but to for me your, was his education. Perfect scenario. I mean, when you are helping your children study... <laughs> Sometimes you need to be here. <laughs> it did make the studying a lot better. You know what I mean? Amy, good parent, bad parent? You say good? I, good I, like, I just like to say not bad. No, good, good parent good. or bad parent. Okay, then good. Lunchbox. Yeah. Great parent. You have no, to- good or bad. You guys know the game. <laughs> good parent. Listen, like Amy said, you have to get creative. If you just read flashcards over and over again, boring. How do kids learn? When you take them outside the box and be creative, it's easier to remember things. You didn't have to drink the beer. What do you mean? But it's, that's, it doesn't make him bad. No, no, I know. I'm just saying... I think he just wanted to drink because you could have just had the beer and said, hey, look, sealed. Okay. It was one of those things where the studying was making me tired anyway. I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is a terrible. When he said Samuel Adams, I'm like, this is a perfect opportunity for I me to get a beer. I mean, I'm going to put you a good parent. Thank you, dude. There's beer in the fridge. He sees beer. It's not like he doesn't know you don't drink beer. Oh, he knows. I it's drink just beer. funny that you made that an excuse to drink a whole beer. Uh-huh. uh-huh. I don't <laughs> and you're telling your wife, yeah, I had to. It's for his education. Studying finals. It's a good parent. You got to be creative. I Thank like you, it. Man. You are a good parent. Yeah, Amy, except for, I don't know, if your kids are learning about Pablo Escobar, you can't bust out the other Hey, stuff. kids, get in the car. Come with me. <laughs> I don't have that we're in gonna drive. House. We're going to drive to this part of town. <laughs> hey, sir, the trench coat. Come up here for a second. <laughs> He's learning about Pablo Escobar. Can you show what he used to smuggle? I'll buy some of that. Uh, 
Yeah, yeah that's a good point. Don't do that. Yeah, right. yeah, yes. That's illegal. I got a chance to hang out and talk with Jerry Jones for about a half hour. Jerry Jones is the billionaire owner of the Dallas Cowboys who did not grow up a billionaire. I wouldn't have been as interested as somebody who grew up and was given a billion dollars. I'm interested in somebody who figures out a way to find a life that's fulfilling if that's $1,000 or uh, $14 billion. Yeah. <laughs> really, I mean, that's it. And so I was very lucky. And here is Jerry Jones and his advice to everyone chasing their dreams. What number is that one? Number three. All right, gotcha. Thank you. To everyone, go to your passion. Because I just thought that I had accomplished a little something that I could be proud of when I bought the Cowboys. What I didn't realize was that every day inspired by getting to be a part of the future, getting to be a part of the fans, getting to be a part of the game, it just caused me to try things I would have never done and caused things to happen that would have never happened. And so the facts are, I really was just getting started. The Cowboys inspired inspired me way beyond just the uh, touchdowns or any financial gain. When he bought the team, they were losing a million bucks a month and pro sports teams weren't making money. Oh, wow. And he bought it pretty cheap because it wasn't worth that much. And so he's, Fun fact, he's, I didn't very, know he's very self-made, <laughs> but he's way made. Oh, yeah. And it's the Jerry Jones special. Just go and podcast it. It's on the Bobby Bone Show feed or 25 Whistles. And there was a story. It was an urban legend. And I felt like if the interview was going great, I was going to ask him about the urban legend about him. That I, I thought maybe there's a way. I don't know if it's true or not. But word was when he was building the stadium they have now, which is massive. It's got the humongous screen. It's state of the art. That he wanted a certain tile, like a beautiful tile that you could only get from another country. Limited him. And he said, we need this for the stadium. Well, not a room for a stadium. And they said, <laughs> it's on back order. We can't get you that much. You need to wait like three years. He's like, I can't wait three years. They said, well, then we don't have it. You'll have to get something else. So he flies to the European country, says, can I just see your facility? Sees the facility, buys the whole company, gives himself all the tile. Oh my gosh. Uses the tile, builds uh-huh. it beautifully, then sells the company. <laughs> that's baller. That's what that, I heard. That is what life is but about. But that's what I heard. I didn't know if it was true or not, but that oh. was like the Jerry Jones, like urban legend. And who would really do that? So- it was going great. And I said, is this story true? I don't know that I made money <laughs> when, I, when I sold it back. So that's, uh, that's but true? But I was creative in getting the tile. Now, you had a little problem. When you want to foot a tile in a place like this, you're talking about 4 million square feet, 5 million square feet. So if tile is uh, $3 and 20 cents, then multiply that times three or four million. Well, in this particular case, I was trying to get my wife, Jean, to find the perfect tile for the right price, which was a lot less, but she found it. Yeah. You uh, bought the company? This place, this place, yes, yes. <laughs> oh my God. Yes, wow. I did, I did. That is the kind isn't of life I want. And isn't that the craziest story? Oh, wow. That I was just like, if it's going good, I'm going for it. Golly. And he did, that's a, tr- that's a true story. I've always wondered. Oh my gosh! I used to I sell wish tile. You was my dad. What? I'm sorry. Did that come out my mouth? <laughs> that or did my... come out. Oh dang! Okay. I used to sell tile, and let me tell you, anytime I got a big order, it would make my day. It was like amazing. I mean, I would have, I would have lost my mind if somebody called up and was like, "Hey, I need a million square feet of something." It's un. I mean, three million, four it, they million. They wouldn't have said that. They would have said, "We're going to buy your company." Yeah. Mm-hmm. And your last name, Amy, is now Cowboy. Right. <laughs> wow. I, I, yeah. Search for the Twenty Five Whistles podcast wherever you podcast. Thank you. Is awesome. Let's now go to the news. Bobby's big stories. 
Hockey games are known for fights, but the fights are usually on the ice. But at a fight where the Bruins and Coyotes played, one fan got the top from like the split of your knuckle that bit off, bitten off. That oh, first. during the fight? Mm-hmm. Stephen Rocha was taken to the hospital, <laughs> and the fan who bit it was arrested for aggravated assault. Five other fans were given citations, and a police officer was injured trying to break up the fight. It was a rowdy part of the game. Oh my God. It's from the New York Post. I'll say this as we're like, dang, if I was in a fight, and you know what? I'm a lover, not a fighter. But if I think about it, I'm not that good of a lover either. But if I was in a fight, I would bite whatever. Anything. Stick a finger near me. I, I'm not too good. I'll bite a finger. I'll bite an ear. I don't know. Is that your wee-wee hanging out? Let's see what happens. <laughs> Why would that be? Acting? Anything. Okay. But I don't know. But anything. I'm, if we're in a fight, I'm yeah. probably losing. So I'm going to have to bite whatever's there. Yeah. So if this ever happens and I'm in the news, know that I warned you. Or if you fight me, know that I warn you. <laughs> I don't fight with fists. I fight with teeth. Here you go. No wonder the internet finds it so hard to believe. He's 12. That's the headline. There's a story of Jeremiah Johnson. He plays football in Fort Worth, Texas, 12 years old, and he dominates, right? You see him, boom, go through, busting these up the middle. And then I went to his page and looked at him. He looks 30. Really? I I thought it was a joke. Or I thought it was one of those stories of like a 22-year-old going back and playing. Uh, Yeah. But but he was playing with 12-year-olds. If you were to see his picture, you would think he's 28 years old. And so I went and looked. He is 12, and the... People in the town are like, he had facial hair at 10, and there's a picture of him at 10 as well. He's like a 10-year-old with a goatee. He's like a little what? kid with a goatee. It's un... <laughs> I, I mean, he looks like he look- We'll put it up on our show Facebook page. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> He's put, a put man. A, put a side-by-side He looks like a man-man. This is a man. <laughs> but I also was like, there's no way this is real. We Lunchbox, will you scroll down and show me the kid version? Down, if you scroll. He's like 10. Go oh. all the way down, oh. and you'll see him as a younger kid, and he's just smaller. But he does have a mustache at 10. But he has a whole... <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's crazy. Yeah, he developed that... Oh, man, that one right there when he's in the black shirt with the guy with the red hat. Ooh, that's crazy, man. It's so crazy. Wild. We'll put it up on Facebook. I would have also believed he was 25. Damaging tornado hits New Orleans for the second time this year. During a two-day outbreak of deadly storms across the south, a tornado roared across New Orleans on Wednesday afternoon for the second time this year. The tornado carved a northeasterly path to destruction up two miles long of St. Bernard's Parish. Only minor injuries, though, but rare that that happens once, much less twice. Twice a year. Mm -hmm. A man stole dozens of phones from a bar in Nashville. An investigation by the police has led to the arrest of a man. Police say stole dozens of phones. I think he was just seeing them and grabbing them. He was stealing them and then, I guess, shipping them to China. Other country. Yeah. I, I didn't think you can steal phones and do something with them. I yeah, thought it was just like, oh, you know, you can't even open that up. So Can't log luck. in. It's a brick. Yeah, I guess not. I don't know the code. So they must be able to do something with mm-hmm. it over there. But whew, that's good to know. You, you got to pay attention. You just lay your phone down. And which I, take which it. I do. They used to call that apple picking. Oh, that's right. Because it's an, most people had an apple and they'd want them. So they would call it apple picking if they try to steal your phone. An ex-FBI official says TikTok poses security and a security threat to the United States. Mm. Now, I've been watching this closely. Thinking, relax, everybody. But then there's started to be a lot of smoke, bipartisan smoke. There are a few different senators and House uh, folks that are going, "Hey, we need to ban TikTok." Now I'm not on that train at all. I'm just kind of watching. I'm just kind of watching from afar, taking it in. Something's up. There are different theories. Scuba Steve has an interesting theory. Scuba, what is your TikTok theory and why the government's trying to shut it down? So I'm not on TikTok, so this is coming from completely unbiased. And my thinking is, 
is social media, as far as Twitter, Instagram, there's a decline on it. And data is very important to us. It's the most valuable thing in the world right now. That is money to them. It is. Yeah. And so all the data is not going to where it normally goes. It's now going to China. They're getting all our data, all our information. So I feel like the government or whoever is upset with that, trying to create these whatever theories to get us to not use TikTok. So yours isn't China's trying to steal information to kill us. Yours is the United States is mad because China's getting our money. Yes. Because they know how to target us. They're jealous and they're trying to mm. smother it because of that. There's, and that's interesting because I don't know. But I was also watching the version of China's TikTok because they're, they're the owners of TikTok. They don't allow kids under 14 to have the adult version of TikTok, which is normal for us. On TikTok, if you're under 14, you watch positive videos Videos that give you a sense of loving the country and science experiments. Wow. And that's all you get to watch. Okay. And then after that, you get the adult version. But with kids up until like 21 or 20, you can only be on for X amount of hours a week. They have it highly regulated to send their message of patriotism and to make sure kids get smarter. And they limit. But with the United States, they want to, they're like, let's just do poop jokes. No, I And they want us to get dumb. They purposefully allow it so... That slowly, they want to dumb us down so they can be the only superpower in the world. Mm. Wow. wow. That's a slow burn, but yeah, I see that. But it's, definitely it's a culture a change, and it's um, evolution, not a revolution, and evolutions stay. Revolutions Dang. fall. And so I definitely know that's the case because I watched the China TikTok story, what they have on theirs. I don't think we're going to ban it, but I, we don't know what's going on. And the craziest thing is when people who are just, even people that I know and are friendly with, when they think they know something because of one of their politicians that they like says something and now they're championing it. Either, I don't, I don't care. It's like, you don't know anything. <laughs> Hopefully we vote in people that we trust and do us right. And we, because we don't really live in a, uh, we don't live in a pure democracy. We live in like a rep, a representative democracy where we vote people to make our decisions. A pure democracy would be, we all go and vote on every decision. That makes sense? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Why don't we do that? Oh, God oh, dang. We can't get people to vote <laughs> once can't every four years. Thing. Can you imagine? I'm just saying. I'm, I'm curious to see where this goes, though. I don't really have an opinion. I'll say this. I'm not like, no way you take TikTok. I just would need to know more information, and I hope it's not political posturing. I love TikTok. I was TikToking before TikToking was cool. Yeah. And I was like, I'm too old on this, guys, but it's awesome. <laughs> uh, but that's the story there. I'm anxious to see what happens with it. Because it'll be so unpopular. That if people do want to take it down, they know there's going to be some real bad stuff, because they're going to, and they're going to have some pain inflicted on them from the young society if they pull TikTok. Oh. But I'm over here getting ready. I'm on MySpace. In case it comes back, I'll be waiting for them. Uh, firefighters didn't have to travel far for a fire on Wednesday afternoon in Richmond, Virginia. The fire station caught on fire. Oh no! Oh. I've never heard of that. Me either. Now the firefighters we moved to another fire building. Nobody died. Nobody was seriously hurt. They put it out. It was a big one though from WTVR apparently. But the situation is, you know, whomever started that is going to get a lot of crap. Yeah. <laughs> a firefighter? Come on, man. <laughs> you know, whomever made that fire happen, never going to hear the end of it. Two missing boaters and a dog are found safe after being lost at sea for 10 days. Ugh. Set off from New Jersey to Florida in a 30-foot sailboat, and they veered off course. They ran out of power and fuel. Wow. Sounds like poor planning, but I, what do I know? Yeah. I don't know. Any, they didn't have like, a checklist? Do they know what that's they're doing? terrible. Yeah, I don't know. I guess and a sailboat boat Ten, has fuel? 10 days. Yeah, they have, bo- they have motors. Huh. I, 
okay, this is what I would compare it to because this is not accurate. I've never even been on a sailboat, and I feel like people that sail are way richer and way snobbier than me, and I don't like them. But I do, and it's unfair of me to say that. Okay. It is. It's unfair. But that's how I feel like. If you sail, we probably don't relate on anything because I've never even seen a real sailboat. Like, that's like rich people stuff, you know? And so, but they have basically a trolling motor. Unless I guess you're super famous and it's, or super rich and it's a big, big boat. But uh, like we had flat bottoms and we got on the flat bottom, but we also had a trolling motor. Or if we needed to put it down or if we just wanted to troll, yeah, we'd use it. But that's, a, that's what sailboats have. They have a little motor they can also use. Never knew that. Me either. Thought I it was all sail- those things. I thought the, it was just wind. Thought it was the flags up there. Some that, sometimes, guys, the wind's not blowing. That's what I'm saying. So how do you right. go anywhere? That's what the I always motor. thought. I was like, what are you guys doing going out on that I'm thing? I'm unfair it's- for saying that about sailing. I know. I'm going to say it. it's that is an irrational insecurity that I have about people that grow up with money. I'm very sorry that I say that if you like sailing. Well, there are things <laughs> that just fall into that, what we deem as more elite category, like like Having sailing an swimming pool. rowing. Sailing. And, you know, equestrian <laughs> stuff. And mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, equestrian. Lacrosse. I mean, skiing to me, Polo. unless you live in snow, <laughs> skiing to me was always that. I've never been skiing. Right. But now that I have friends that live in snow... Like, I could see. Yeah, it's just, it's just that was a little wrong, sport. but it's still, you have to have money to do it as a kid. Yeah, no. unless you live there. Yeah. Well, even if you live there, it's an expensive one. Okay. You can buy you like skis. Ski and- passes or... <laughs> yeah, I'm scared. I don't do... I ain't doing that. Uh, finally, there's a medicine shortage. Sore throat medicine and Tylenol are hard to come by right now. I've been telling you guys. There's a nationwide shortage of amoxicillin. The popular antibiotic is being used to treat sore throats, earaches, and other issues every single day. But right now, because of... The respiratory issues that are happening everywhere, the RSV and other situations that they're slow, low, and it's like toilet paper. You better go grab it now and take all, take as much as you can. <laughs> no, don't say no, that. No, don't do that. No. Oh, never mind. <laughs> but there is a shortage. That is from Yahoo. Uh, in sports, France beat Morocco 2-0 yesterday. We'll face Argentina in the World Cup final on Saturday. Excuse me, Sunday, and it's in the. We were going to do something. I don't know much about soccer. You're going to do something? We were going to wa- do a little something, have a little meal, oh. watch the game with a couple friends. And then we looked again, and it's at 8, 8 a.m. And I was like, yeah, no meal. <laughs> it's a little early. <laughs> yeah, if it was the U.S., maybe we do something. But no, no meal. No meal. Let me tell you about the all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe. I can tell you because I've seen the preview of the Santa Fe. It's awesome. I cannot wait to see it in real life and drive it for myself. The Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from whatever you feel like is dull in your work week. And then maybe you got an adventure plan for the weekend. So listen to this. H-Track all-wheel drive, which means you can, if you want to get on a dirt trail, go. The steeper, the better. Get to where no one else is going. Get ready to splash through puddles, kick up some mud, make some tracks, because you're going to have a blast. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe features best-in-class rear cargo space. So whether it's groceries or dogs, water bowls, treats, and toys, Again, maybe you're out and about. Camping gear, extra bags, whatever you need to make it a real adventure, you got plenty of room. And then available dual wireless charging pads. This is probably the feature that I'm most excited about and the thing that I'll use the most. It's great because the last thing you want to do is be anywhere with a dead phone. Especially, again, if you're going camping or if you're just driving down the road. You know, the worst nightmare for me is my phone going dead. Or just a low battery when it gets red. Oof, always got to have it charged. And with the available dual wireless charging pads, you'll be able to head as far out or stay in as much as you want. Got the charging pads, and you can navigate your way back to civilization. You got to check out the all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Just go look at it. Just looking at it's awesome. HyundaiUSA.com. 
class comparison of cargo volume behind front seats with all rear seats folded down based on primary compact SUV competitors as defined by Hyundai Motor America. Competitors within this class are Chevrolet Blazer, Ford Edge, Honda Passport, Jeep Cherokee, Nissan Murano, Subaru Outback, Toyota Venza, and Volkswagen Atlas Cross Sport. Claim based on comparison of specifications on manufacturer websites. We've all been there. You have a question about your credit card. You call the number for help and you can't get a hold of anyone. With 24-7, U.S.-based, live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person. Anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. A real person. Get the customer service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. want to say thanks for everybody who has helped with St. Jude. I mean, you guys are changing lives. You guys are saving lives. St. Jude has been leading the way to the world's best survival rates for some of the most aggressive forms of cancer. And I'm talking about childhood cancer. Your support actually means that families never receive a bill from St. Jude for treatment or travel or housing or food. So the parents can focus on being a parent and helping their kid live. You know, I never had cancer, but I was in the hospital as a kid for a long time. And I just remember how difficult it was, how scary it was. And then I remember getting out and having to figure out how to pay the bill. I didn't have to pay it, but you know, somebody did. But St. Jude eliminates a lot of that. You can help St. Jude stop childhood cancer by becoming a partner in Hope. You'll get an awesome new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. Join the doctors, the researchers. Hey, join me in this fight and visit musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. It's a Bobby Bones Show interview. In case you didn't know. About to have Granger Smith on. You would know him from Backroad Song. Freedom is the miles I'm rolling on. And his song, If the Boot Fits. If the Boot Fits. Whoa, whoa. You may also know him as Earl Dibbles Jr. <laughs> and he's in a new movie. Now let's talk to Granger Smith. Go. On the Bobby Bones Show now. Granger Smith. What's up, buddy? Hey, man. How are you? Doing pretty good. I was reading about your movie coming out. And which, by the way, it is out today. I hope everybody checks it out. I have not seen it yet because it is only out today, and Granger did not bless me with a preview. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, so I guess. Sorry, buddy. The first, you know, just, just to be fair, all the actors, nobody's really seen it either. So. Oh, well. <laughs> I'm just saying. I but I'm going to be honest with the listeners. I haven't seen it yet, so I'm going to ask you a lot of questions about it. Granger is starring as Will Brown in the new film Moonrise, streaming exclusively on Pure Flix December 15th. I got a lot of questions. Number one. When did you think maybe I should get into the acting world? I didn't. I just it, the the character I'm playing is a country singer. So my theory is they thought it would be easier to cast a country singer and teach him to act a little bit than it would be to get an actor to actually perform country music. I get. I guess. So it came across through my booking agency, and I still didn't really know if I was going to do it. But I, I read the script and I was like, you know what? I actually like the story. I. I, I I identify with this guy, and, and I, I want to give it a shot. So that's how it started. Was it weird to act and perform in a way that you hadn't trained your whole life in front of others? Yes, it was nerve-wracking. I mean, the, I think the memorization thing really threw me, because you, you're, you're like the sun's going down, and all these cameras are there, and the actors are all around you. And you don't want to be the guy that messes up the line in front of everyone else and ruins the shot, and I was constantly worried about that. I did see a clip, and you don't have your hat on, which... Mostly, I've only ever seen you with your hat. Did the top of your head feel extra vulnerable? Yeah, it felt very vulnerable. I just like kept uh, 
wanting to cover it up with my hand. It's like this is uncomfortable. <laughs> Have you watched it all the way back, like, just with your family or friends, just as you know, someone viewing it and not watching it as all right, we need to make edits or just have you seen it? I don't like to watch it. I don't like to watch myself on there because then I just think about how it, you know, how it could have been better, maybe something I could have changed and it's hard to watch it. But have you watched it all the way through as a viewer, not as someone who is going through edits or any of the process? Have you just watched it straight push play and go? I went to LA and did a screening of it in the theater. So that's the only time that I wasn't actually working on it. I was just watching it. And how did you feel watching yourself on the screen? Did you did you give yourself, the, did you cringe at all? Or were you like, dang, I'm pretty good? Yeah, cringe the whole time. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't like it. I don't even like to listen to myself do this show, and I've been doing it forever. How? By the way, here he is, Granger Smith, the movie Moonrise. It is out today on Pure Flix. Hey, Granger, what is Pure Flix? How do I find that? So that is a new, it's a new streaming app. Imagine that. But it's uh, from Sony Pictures, and they made a streaming app that's, that's for families. So it's something you can go on there, and you know it's not going to have any cussing or any compromising uh, situations for your kids. So there are no Granger nude scenes in this? No, no not in this one. <laughs> <laughs> not on Beer Flix. His next couple, though, you never know. Uh, Granger, how's the, <laughs> you never know. how's the radio show going? Man, I, I just uh, I sit behind that mic, and I wonder if anyone's listening ever. But they are. I mean, it's, it's still, like... You're going to keep doing it, right? I mean, that's the plan. Yeah. If, if uh, Premier keeps me, I'll keep doing it. I, I actually do enjoy it. I'll be honest. I, I do enjoy it. It's therapeutic at times, just sitting there. And I'll, I'll say one thing, that in 2022, every single day of 2022, I've had After Midnight with me. So <laughs> there's that. It's like brushing my teeth. I, it's always there. Granger Smith, After Midnight. Granger Smith, brand new movie. But we want to know a Granger Smith country music artist. Like, what's going on there? Well, the, the movie has a soundtrack that came out with it. So that, that kind of happened by default. I, I, I read the script and I was like, can you give me some of these songs that are in the script? And they said, no, we don't have any songs, but we're going to find them. And I was like, oh, you ain't gonna, you're not going to find songs. So um, I just decided to write them. And then, then it ended up being a whole soundtrack for, for the movie. So, so that'll be fun, having a soundtrack out. You're doing it all. And, and I'm looking at this. And you got to excuse me for one second because the news is just coming across. the. Bo- so they just released the nominations for the Oscars. Granger just got an Oscar nomination. Wow. Wow. We're here wow. Live. wow. Yeah. This is breaking right the now. The movie's not even out yet. Yeah, that's crazy. Wow. Yeah. It, and the category is movies that just came out today on a new streaming platform. <laughs> Lead out Granger Smith. Wow. wow. What a wow. day. Granger Smith Amazing. with the nomination. What? What an incredible day. This what a day. <laughs> <laughs> Granger, we appreciate the time. Hey, good luck. And I love to see somebody try things that make them a little uncomfortable and to grow as an artist. And I love that you're doing it, man. You do it all the time in so many ways. You're an inspiration to me and so many others. And thank you, Granger. And I guess hopefully we'll see you soon. Thank you, guys. Love you, Bobby. See all right, there he is. Soon. Granger Bye. Smith, everybody. Wow. <laughs> last night, my wife and I were going to go work out. We're going to go to the boxing gym. And kind of a last-minute thing. And so we get in the car. And the workout was like 5.30. We decided at like 4.45 or so we were going to go. So we grab our crap. We're like, we better leave a few minutes early because traffic can be pretty rough at 5. And although if there's no traffic, we can get there in nine minutes. You guys know where I live. It can get pretty pretty hairy oh, yeah. Yeah. around work being let out. And so we're driving and we leave on time. But traffic was really bad because it was also like rainy. And apparently if a little bit of water comes out of the sky, everybody's an idiot. I don't know. It's just <laughs> like some all of a sudden everybody gets completely idiotic. So it's like 527 and we're not there. We get, it's 531 and we're still not there. And I'm like, I, 
I just can't walk into class. It's already going. I hate being late. And we didn't leave late, but we're like, what do we do? Neither one of us wanted to walk into class. It was already going. And so we found there's a big open field area, like, I don't know, a couple blocks down. And there's a picnic table. So we set our stuff on the picnic table, this open field area. And then we sat there, but that open field area was at the back of a taco place. And we had tacos. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it yeah. was yeah, opposite of Yeah, yeah. We did we went there. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say you're just yeah, I made thought up you your would. own workout. That's why I led you that direction. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And we were like, well, now what do we do? We went and sat and had tacos since that, that was our workout. Good for you. Thank you. And we had a couple a couple friends that we don't get to see often because they're in the music business and one of them is on tour all the time. And at this taco place, the tables are very close to each other. And they get seated right next to us. Like super close. Like so uncomfortably close. Sometimes you're like, why do they put these chairs together? <laughs> like total coincidence. Total coincidence. Yeah. It was awesome because we were forced to sit there and just stare at each other, which was super cool. We had a great time. So we were halfway through with our meal when they sat down. But like it was a lovely, lovely night talking with, with them because we don't, if we see them, it's always with a group of people. We don't get to really personally one-on-one catch up. I think sometimes I'm, I'm bad at that. Like really investing time to go eyeball, as my wife calls it, pupe to pupe. Yeah, that's pupil to pupil with people. I mean, look what uh, look at the bad traffic made possible. You're right. Some of God's greatest gifts is bad traffic. Oh, I've heard that one. (laughs) You heard that version? Kind of. It's like the verse in Thunder Rolls. He doesn't sing (laughs) unless he's live. Uh, Here's a voicemail from Stephanie in Texas. I am actually watching the Meghan Markle and Harry documentary on Netflix right now. And it just reminds me a lot of Caitlyn. Like, I feel so bad for her because she's been put through so much for no reason besides the person that she loves. Just wanted to reach out and say, love you, Caitlyn. Keep being a great person. So positive. She's so beautiful. I love her so much. Happy holidays. Or what is it? Um, Mary Mary. I don't know. Thanks, Mike. (laughs) It's good tidings. Good tidings. Good tidings. tidings. Um, What is what ends up hurting my feelings a little bit about what my wife goes through? And there's been heavy security threats, and we had we don't talk about what she does anymore because people found out what she did last time and harassed her, called her, found her. So we and she doesn't want to be a public person, but she also understands there's a little bit that comes to that. She does events, but she'll if any picture of her gets posted, people post it on stuff and just start commenting on everything about her clothes. And if she had big ideas and person and opinions, I would get it. She literally does nothing. And she gets all the scrutiny of somebody who does do something. The only thing that she did was marry me. That's it. And I feel terrible sometimes. Like I feel terrible guilt because she married me and has to deal with people being absolutely ugly is just the word I'll use. Like hateful towards her when one, she's awesome and funny and everything that I say I mean, I think that obviously I married her, but she doesn't do anything to deserve it. Meaning you don't, wouldn't just go and find somebody on Instagram randomly and then post them on a message board and be like, let's make fun of them and talk crap about them or talk. You wouldn't do that. The only thing she does is married to me. She doesn't, she's not, she's not public. She used to be until it got brutal and unsafe and people were nasty. So sometimes people will go like, Hey, why doesn't your wife do more? I don't want her to. And she doesn't want to, mostly she doesn't want to. And now I understand why sucks for her, man. So I'm not comparing her to Meghan Markle. I don't know what Meghan Markle goes to because I do not give two craps about the royal family, but I hope she's okay. Yeah, I didn't know she went through I'm not interested enough in their life to feel bad for her, but I would, I bet, if I learned more about it. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's the the part she's, the caller's referring to is just that she's in love with Harry. She didn't, 
she's not asking for any of this or this type of scrutiny of her coming into the royal family and how they've decided to live their lives. And I think they blame Meghan. And but she has she been like, does she have a she out about her opinions and like the royal family sucks or I'm saying this. What is your feedback on what I'm saying? Yeah, is she public like that? Her and they have spoken out as a couple on certain things that they've happened yeah. to them, like when they did their sit down with Oprah. But I mean, just the simple like her entering, falling in love with Harry, and then marrying him. She was already a public figure. She's an actress. I know her from that. Yes. I, I didn't honestly. I didn't know her. I, I, I didn't watch her in suits. suits. Yeah, but after she met him, I started to see stories like, oh, she used to be on Deal or No Deal in yeah. suits. Mm-hmm. Well. I feel bad for her if she's dealing with stuff that she doesn't deserve. But I feel, and I used to get a little annoyed at the situation. I'd be like, Kaylin, just suck it up. And that was very unfair to me. And I would beg her to do things or ask her. And we have a, a system. If it's over an eight on eight out of 10 scale, she will just drop everything and do it. But if she really doesn't want to do it, and I'll be, we'll be honest, and it's a six or a seven, and she's like, man, I really don't want to do it. Our, then you don't have to do it. If it's over an eight and she's a little comfortable we, we do it that, that's our rule and I got her to do Bear Girls with me and I was like will you do this show it'll be awesome Bear's awesome and that was a, kind of the most public thing that she's done and she did the, a cover of a magazine because they called and said hey would you guys do it together she was like man I don't want to I don't, I don't really want to do that but I was like but we can use it for this right use it for some good we could do for other things she was, that's how I convinced her to do everything. Like, if we do this, <laughs> kids can eat. Smart. And so she did it. And after that, the scrutiny that she received for no reason, just people were being so mean to her. I was like, I don't want you, you don't have to do anything ever again. Mm. You don't have to do anything ever again. Because as much as people can say like, hey, get over it. It's the internet. Ignore them. They're just sad people. If you, I have had the ability to grow with it. When I had mild success. Mild popularity. For years and years. Mild and years hatred. This. Yeah. And it started little and got bigger. So it was like a parent. And, and as you have a baby, you get older as, as a parent. As the baby gets older, you grow right. together. And but she didn't. She hops right in, marries me, doesn't have any bold outward opinions, doesn't want to be public, and just gets crushed. And everybody just goes on and scrutinizes her for everything. It sucks. It really hurts my feelings for her. And as I say all that, Amy, that's like you, when you adopted your kids, they were older. And you had to adjust quickly, and that is, that is very difficult. And I'm super proud of you for going through with that and still going through with that because you didn't have the time to grow as a parent as your baby grew. You, oh, were, yeah. you were right in it because they were older kids. Well, yeah, I feel like parents with newborns too, you just, you're kind of thrown into it and all you sudden you have this other life that you're, you care about. And that's what, I feel like this is growth with you right now. You have this other person in your life, this it's addition that you care about. It's made me almost think about quitting doing this. Yeah. Period. This whole thing, everything. But you admitted, you said something important. You were like, in the beginning, I didn't understand it. And I was like, whatever, you just got to do this, got to mm-hmm. do this. And so to me, I just, we're seeing that growth in you of like, oh, this is what it's like to care for another person and feel, you know, responsible. And I mean, there's reciprocity. She feels, I'm not saying you're responsible for Caitlin, but in this situation, you kind of are because you brought her into it. I know it's my, that's why I feel guilt. That's my right. fault. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. So I hate that I'm so charming. Gross. And she just couldn't get enough of me. That's terrible, man. I just said you had grown. (laughs) I just, I feel bad that she fell in love at first sight and was like, I got to get a a lick of that Tootsie Pop, Mm -hmm. you know? Hey, man, that's not not your fault. That's so weird. That's exactly how she describes it. God did it. (laughs) God made me delectable. Oh, gosh. I do. I do feel very sad for her sometimes. Mm -hmm. And when people go, well, it's the life she chose. She didn't, she had no, she had no idea how awesome 
slash passionate slash sometimes really unfair listeners can be depending on what the situation is. And I signed up for it. I get paid to do it. It still sucks sometimes when I get mashed, but that's, that's, that's every job has sucky parts to it. Anyway, that's all. Thanks for that voicemail. I didn't know she was going to say that, but it put me on a whole thing. I want to. It makes me want to watch the. Is that a documentary? Yeah, I mm-hmm. think it came out on Netflix. Okay. Yeah, I, yeah, I saw. Kaylin was watching it one day. She had a break and she was watching some of it. And I was like, "What's what, what are they doing now?" She was like, "No, it's a documentary." I was like, "Is it documentary or propaganda?" Oh, because well, documentaries, if they're made by the person, it. sometimes <laughs> yeah. are propaganda. They're trying to yeah. send a message. Yeah. So if they look good, the whole documentary, <laughs> propaganda. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from St. Petersburg, Florida. A man, after a night of drinking, walking down the street, and the police, you know, on horseback saying, clear the street, clear the street. Guy walks up, whack, smacks the horse on the butt. Horse get him? Horse got him, and he gets arrested for assault on a police officer. Uh-oh. Wait, is this oh, Tim the Mc- horse is a cop. Yeah. Is that Tim McGraw that's not, he, he, they punched a horse. Okay. It's <laughs> like, this sounds familiar. So you're telling me if you slap a horse, that's a cop? Yes. I don't disagree with it. I just didn't know that was the rule. Well, that's same, cool. same thing if you hurt a, like a cop dog, uh-huh. it's like hurting a cop. Wow. Because they are protected law enforcement. Good. Yeah, I agree. Did the horse kick him? Uh, It'd be funny if so. Just say yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, got Nailed him. him. Nailed him right in the chest. <laughs> got him. Oh. Got him. All right, there you go. <laughs> I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. We drafted best Christmas songs yesterday. We all made our teams. You want the results? Yes. So Amy went first overall. Her first pick was All I Want for Christmas from Mariah Carey and White Christmas, Brett Eldridge, and Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays. Amy had 26% of the vote. How do you feel about that before I tell you what place it came in? I have no idea. I feel okay. 26% well, there's five divided people. by five. Hey, yeah. You can't good. be in last place. I have a fourth of it. Wow. You, can't you did in, pretty well. You can't be in last place. Okay. Lunchbox. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, Blue Christmas from Elvis, and Last Christmas from Wham. He had 15% of the vote. That's not bad. Uh, I don't know if that's good, because if you got 26, mm-hmm. there's 70-something percent out there. Oh, I had Rockin' Around the Christmas Tree, Brenda Lee, Silent Night, Brett Eldridge, and White Christmas. I have 21%. So far, Amy's still in the lead. Oh, oh man, I'm oh, gaining. Oh, man, We're I'm losing good. percentages. You haven't gotten to me yet. Yeah, I know. no, well, I'm down at last. <laughs> Morgan and Eddie. Oh, my goodness. Morgan, yeah, it's the most wonderful time of the year from Andy Williams, Last Christmas, Taylor Swift, and it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Eddie, you had Jingle Bells, Generic, Frosty the Snowman, Burl Ives, Jam. and Santa Claus is coming to town. Jams. I'll say this, Amy was the winner. Oh. Wow. wow. Nice job. Okay. Good job, Amy. Nice job. Wow. I, I never win drafts. <laughs> Eddie. Yeah, what's up, man? You got 14% in last place. Oh, oh yes, by 1%. Uh, he lost by seven votes. Oh, seven votes. Oh, my Dang. God. You sons Morgan, you're with me. Yes, what on we earth? tied. Yeah, second place. Nice. Amy, good job. Oh. Thank you, thank you. Hey, can you tell me who those seven people are? Yeah, uh, Michael <laughs> Smith from Fresno. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> so sorry about that, buddy. That's that Burl crazy. Eyes, man, that was the one. Yeah, you just got to go generic. Well, I mean, Lunchbox, you guys are both in there. I mean, I didn't yeah, understand. Yeah, yeah. I, I really didn't understand. It's tough. Picking Christmas songs? <laughs> it was just tough. Like, I don't know any artists. I don't know who sings what. I just listen to them and jam out. You can you jam out to those songs. <laughs> yeah. I doubt that. Uh, the Jerry Jones special of us going to the Cowboys game is up. Go search 25 Whistles to hear that. We're very appreciative that you listen. And tomorrow, a spicy Christmas. 
the very uncomfortable Christmas gift exchange right here on the show. That's tomorrow. Thank you guys. See you then. Goodbye. Bobby Bones, come on. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when this thought hits you. Okay, I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, the whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You're a growing business, which means you need every spare hour you can find. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens, with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate. No coding required. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started. Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And now, for a limited time, get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com.